You're listening to Smashcast, the sexiest podcast in the universe, with DC Girl and Standing in Full Bishop The Cock on the No Agenda Podcast Network. I'm going to give you the whole load today. Interview with Dick Pound, who is the longest standing member. He makes a fist <sighs> around the nuts. All right, we're back for the grift because we're gonna <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna totally grift on a popular uh, subject matter. Yeah, but then episode. we're gonna release months after. <laughs> well, we would have to. We might have to move this up to the front of the line so we can get on the grift that everybody else is getting on. <laughs> yeah. What is the grift? Andrew Cobra Tate is currently the most viral person in the world. Did, did he say his middle name was Cobra? Did he say he said Cobra, didn't he? I might have to turn my speakers up slightly. I had to listen to. I, I yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's try it again. Andrew Cobra Tate is Sounds currently like the he, most he said Cobra. person in the mm-hmm. world. More people are searching for him than Kim Kardashian, the NHL, Joe Biden, and the entire country of Romania, which is where <laughs> all of Romania. <laughs> yeah, currently resides. He gained over two million followers in the past few weeks, and that doesn't even represent how much dominance he's had over all of social media in the past few months. Why? Well, every couple of years, social media gets introduced to a new self-proclaimed alpha male, red pill finance expert who flaunts his lifestyle and work ethic, who is idolized. Whoa, by hold on, pause a sec. They've included uh, Jordan Peterson on this. <laughs> yes. So this video has a, a, a spread of um, six individuals. And I did notice that Jordan Peterson is one. I believe what's, Andrew, what's T- I believe Andrew Tate. Out JP? I know. I believe Andrew Tate is the bottom right. I believe the top right is RIP Kevin Samuels. I don't know who that is. Oh, well, RIP. He passed away recently. Yeah. Oh, did he? Oh. And he was actually one. He was um in the manosphere. Okay. He had a show where he gave advice to to men, and Mm. he got a lot of slack for um having like like telling women telling it like it is to women, but the women always called his show. So okay. So that was like the rub. It was like gluttons for punishment. You love, aren't you? Anyway, how did he? How did he die? Is it a big mystery? Um, at first they said it was drugs, but then I think it was heart related. And uh, oh. he was one of the top super chat earners on YouTube last year, I believe, like the top four or something like and was that. Was he a, a heart related death sort of age? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I wonder. I wonder I, what sort of what sort of thing might have gone on there that could have possibly been heart related. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of other males online. But Andrew is not just a typical phony that's pretending to be something he's not for a little bit of YouTube views and Instagram followers. He really is a multimillionaire. Okay. So that's so Andrew Tate is our topic today and he's going viral. So we got to yes. be a We're grifter. striking while the iron's hot. Right. We're and taking I- Tate to the to the to the cleaners. Right. So before he before 2 weeks ago when he got more popular in search <laughs> than Kim Kardashian and Romania um, Right. And Romania, were you aware of him? No, I, this no. is until this morning. I was totally oh. utterly oblivious. Yeah. Okay. I was also not aware of him um, until a couple of days ago. Um, and uh, I, a couple of, I had a couple of thoughts, but we'll, we'll I'm going to play a couple of clips about his background and then we're going to hear from him himself. And when we get to the part where we actually hear from him, we can, we can give mm-hmm. our impressions of him. 
So let's. He says he's a, a millionaire or like multi-millionaire, but well, doesn't say how he got there. So that, gonna, I'm interested to find that out. Yeah. So the next clip is actually going to pick up where we left off. So I'm just grabbing a little little cider, right. little blood orange cider. Nice. Really like that stuff. It's so nice. It's tasty. I thought I'd go all cider style tonight. I got half a cherry and half a bushels, and um, half a lemon, half a mango, and the blood orange, and two pints of each. Oh wow, nice! I'm just having regular old wine. Yeah, regular Pinot, and old. Oh, yes, of the Pinot Grigio variety. Okay. Oh. He really is a multimillionaire. Oops. Sorry. He really is a kickboxing world champion, but he's also accused of being a money laundering Romanian mafia ally who runs a global sex trafficking business while selling his "Make Money Fast" course, dubbed Hustlers University, to his millions of. So, he is rich. He might be in the mafia. He really is. He really is rich. He really is rich. He really is a millionaire. He might be in the mafia and he uh Romanian has mafia. Romanian mafia. Um sex trafficker. Right, right. Yeah. And he might be a sex trafficker and he um you you heard that reference to uh, hustlers university. We're yes. gonna come we're gonna come back to that. <laughs> Yeah, we'll circle back. We'll Jen Saki right. that stuff. We will circle back. Um, a little, a couple, another little bit I found interesting on him. Andrew's father, Emery Tate, was described by his peers as somewhat of a superhero. He was a staff sergeant in the U.S. Air Force. He was okay. You can't see it, but I think Dad was exceptionally attractive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a good-looking guy. Right. I think Dad's actually good-looking, and we'll hear more about Dad. He was fluent in Russian, Spanish, German, and English fluent in Russian. A martial artist as well, but most notably, he was a chess international master who had many victories over grandmasters. A grand... Andrew's father... Oh, okay, this so, guy's some sort of uh, deep state weapon. He speaks he four languages, he's super yep. duper good, he plays chess, yep. he's like... Uh, he's a, he's and, a super soldier. Yes, and it goes on to actually talk about the dad, um, that he had beat grandmasters so many times, they didn't know why he didn't become a grandmaster and oh okay I, I forgot that the grandmaster thing isn't just grandmaster flash yeah right so he was like and he was like a famous and he's african-american and he, so he was like a famous african-american chess player mm. like he was like not really many of well, those right he was like really well known for it so i don't know if andrew Tate well, has this like, guy is just very uh, he's very interesting isn't he He's great. He's great. So I don't know, maybe maybe this contributes to some of the insecurities potentially in his children. I don't know. This dad seems awesome. It, it's it, it's maybe intimidating yes. to have a, a, a let's, parent. Let's so not judge a book by its cover. Right. Right. And um, I actually, at least in the videos I saw, I didn't see anything about mom. Yeah. Ah. But I, I will say that that dad is actually a yeah, good looking guy. Good-looking yeah. Guy. Yeah. He's okay. a good looking fella. All right, so a little bit more about his his youth, because I think this 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 one's really funny. I think it's um mm-hmm. it kind of you know no mom mentioned, and uh, the guy goes on to do this hustlers university. With... Yes, well, 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 yeah, we'll see. Andrew grew up in Gary, Indiana, notoriously one of the worst places in America. Congratulations, Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Well, hold on. You've you got a superstar dad and he just shoves his son to grow up in, in what, and what we're seeing now is a derelict building. The worst, one of the worst places in America. Congratulations. Come Gary. collect your award. Come collect your award. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> so, Indiana. It's, so it's called Gary? Yes. Who does that? It's it's it's, it's harsh. It's really harsh. So, sorry to all of our listeners in Gary. 
Yeah, right. bless you guys. Worst places in America. He took a liking to chess. At age five, he was an Indiana State champion. At six years old, he was playing against three ten-year-olds and winning. Then at age eleven, his parents got divorced, and his mother moved him and the kids to Luton, England. This and this is where he becomes your oh, problem. <laughs> he got taken to Luton. Are you kidding me? The what, poor what, tell guy. Us, tell us what I Luton's like. I think that's like. marginally worse than Gary, Indiana. Is it the worst place in England? <laughs> it's not the worst place. <laughs> It's got. It's a very ethnically diverse place. Um, well, I don't know what mom looks like. There. Yeah, I don't know what mom looks like. Dad looks black. Andrew himself does not. So I don't know what what. Yeah, but anyway. Hmm? Yeah, we've got no idea what what sort of um what what mom's DNA is, do we? No, and I see Ipswich on this map, and I would like to say that I know what that is because of Ed Sheeran. I'm interested to see how this is going to turn into this the smash the smashing. Where's the smashing in this? One? Oh, okay, we're getting there. Okay, so I made some notes. I didn't get any clips on this part, but he moves to the UK. Aww. He gets really into mixed martial arts and starts winning, and then he and his brother become like these go-to reality TV personalities in shows all across Europe. Really? Shipwrecked. Um, okay. Some like other Big Brother-ish like shows. He does um, all of those survive- things. Yeah, yeah, survival shows. He and does the vi- set. He goes around, does them all. Oh, does them all. And, and, they're, and they're both very like, con- you know, kind of like the early age of the manosphere, just saying inflammatory things. We get a things. quick, uh, the, what's the manosphere definition? What, what do, what do we, do we have a sort of concise manosphere definition? We're going right, to uh, consult the book of knowledge. Oh, well done for using Neva. That's a smart move. Oh yeah. Thank you. I like um, Neva. It's good. Oh, okay. The manosphere is a collection of websites, blogs, and online forums. I mean, and also podcasts, but they didn't say that because you know, oh, well, they always. I mean, who who's going <laughs> right? Um, promoting to various degrees masculinity, misogyny, and opposition to feminism. Oh, so would oh, okay. Lotus eaters could be manosphery. I potentially um, communities yeah. within the manosphere include men's rights activists, incels, and then. Um, all capitalized men going their own way. Yeah, I know of these guys. Okay, pickup artists, which I know yeah. of because I read. Yeah, the game. I know those guys as well. Yeah, and what's well, fuck? There's rights groups. That's <laughs> harsh. <laughs> Just trying to be good dads. Father's rights movement is a social movement whose members are primarily interested in issues related to family law, child custody, and child support. Yeah, I don't. Oh yeah, I, just just you know, looking after their kids. Yeah. So how dare I, they? I feel like what they're doing is they're lumping into the manosphere. And I don't know if some, you have. It says here that some sources have associated manosphere based uh. radicalization with mass shootings motivated oh. by misogyny. What? Well, if you shoot a bunch of women, maybe, but I don't, I don't remember a mass shooting happened? recently that was all female. Oh, and then look, there's there's some Gamergate stuff, which I'm not familiar with. Maybe we could no. do a whole episode on that. But yeah, I think that is a thing. Yeah. We could def- educate ourselves over that one. Right, right. So yeah, and I think I don't know if you have commercials there for this, but there's um like a law firms here that specialize in divorce law for men who want custody of their children. Yeah, and, yeah, we've got that. Right. Sort of stuff. So, so I think maybe that's the father's rights thing is kind of like lumped in with that because that's sort Just of a feels like thing. it's that's yeah. a bit because on one hand you're saying misogyny, and then on the other hand you're saying 
father's rights. It just feels like what, a, what a, that's a very odd thing to tie together. But let's let's go back to old Andrew, see what he's okay. what he's up to. All right, so he's doing reality TV, right? And him and his brother are doing reality TV. They're they're um, all around Europe. There's enough of that going on. So right, so now they um they start discussing what they'll do next. Andrew knew he was losing the love for fighting, but he was clearly worried that his life would spiral out of control if he didn't have enough money to keep him from being bored. If I had enough money to constantly entertain myself, unless I'm a billionaire, I need something that keeps me focused and keeps me... Okay, wait, this is the first time we've heard his voice. Yeah, he's got a, a mishmash, right, going What's on. What's up with the accent? accent? <laughs> it's it's almost sort of-ish, northern-ish, Lutony american Okay, Yeah. I don't okay. know. I, I don't know. I've not, it's been a while since I've gone to old Luton, but I, I can imagine <laughs> that. Yeah, it's a bit of a mishmash, isn't it? Uh huh. Okay. All right. Yep. And I, he's actually quite baby faced in this video. Yeah, he looks charming. Be... He looks a bit fish out of water. He's got one sort of dorky right. figure than the other. I don't know. If that's just a frame. Right. So this is the first time I saw him, and this may be the first time you're seeing his face. I will say. Uh, yeah. Other than like tiny thumbnails yes. from this morning. I think Dad's better looking. But I don't know. Uh, he doesn't look like his dad either. He's not so a maybe. bad looking guy. He's, you know what? Um, hearing just the recent hubbub about him and how he has this empire and, and some of this, I expected um, somebody way more stereotypically attractive. Yes. Yeah. That's Confidence can get you a long way in this game. Right. Though. Yes. I'm a billionaire. I need something that keeps me focused and keeps me occupied in life. It was time to build his empire. In 2015, he quit fighting to solely focus on making money. He sat down with his brother Tristan and said, how can we get rich? Andrew knew. Oh, how can we get rich? Right. So that's what they discussed. So him and his brother decided they needed to get rich. I said, not about, I mean, a lot of people would like to be rich. So So I'm with him. So according to this video, they, they did some research. And as they were researching different things they could get into, they saw, and this is a while ago, uh, they saw an ad that said, talk to girls live now. Live girls in your area. Oh, wow. I saw, uh, just off topic, uh, but, um, so Chris Wilson sent me a meme last night mm-hmm. that was of a um, a lady in a in a Nazi universe, uh, uni- uniform. And it said uh, something like, you know, looking for uh, uh, hot chicks to Blitzkrieg with. Yeah. Join now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, is that site. stuff really work? Do people really think that's a good thing to click on? Uh, I, don't I guess know. they do, right? They must uh, have to. I don't know. And honestly, I haven't. I remember seeing them, but I don't. I haven't seen one lately. So maybe people have stopped clicking on them. I'm sure at a time that they did. Um, it, so it, it, he's kind of singling out his mark here. His his social yes. target. Right. Right. Uh, and it, I don't think it's it, although it's got something to do with women, it isn't women. Yeah. So, right. So, what he does is, and I didn't clip this, but I did a lot of research on this guy. So, yeah. um, so, so he sees this, they see this ad, right? Well, mm-hmm. Live girls chat now. Mm. And um, they thought, wow, that's a great idea. So, what they did was apparently Andrew, who, Right. You said confidence goes a long way. He's got a great body. He might be like a butterface for some, but he's in great shape because he's just coming off being like a champion MMA fighter. And so he's like a, he's like a, he's famous. 
famous, yeah. right? He's he's, and, he's all he's not like super duper. Everyone knows who he right. is famous, but he's not an unknown. Right. So so fortunately, at this time, he has six girlfriends. What? In various countries in Europe. Oh, so, okay. There there uh, right. there's borders between the girlfriends. Yeah. So it's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I'd like to put continents between the girlfriends if that was me. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, you're thinking bigger than him. So, well, yeah, but that's pre monogosexuality. Right. Right. So, you know. Um, So, he uh, invites all six of them to, I think, I guess they're still in the UK, potentially. Uh, I'm not sure if they're in Romania. All at once, just say, yes, yes, all together at once. And ambitious. uh, That's quite ambitious. And they all get there at the same time. Um, two (laughs) Two immediately leave. So, we're down to four. Oh, right. oh, I see. This He's is got a, four. Like a, a roulette wheel. Oh, yeah. Love. Well, you got to You have to stack the deck in your feet you to like th- fill the funnel, you know, so that you. Yeah. So mm. you're like, right. So terrible so mindset then, to have to form a lasting relationship with the woman that you want to have kids with. Oh, no, no. He wasn't looking for a lasting relationship. See, he was looking to run a cam site. So he invited six women oh. two, two immediately left. And then he laid out the plan to the other four. Two, okay. Another two left. Okay. And he was left with two <laughs> women who became cam girls for him. And this is how he started right. to make money. And I guess. Hold on. I've, I've uh-huh. made a big mistake. I should have been taking notes this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. This is get this, this mortgage is paid off. Mrs. Recipe Mrs. for success. Right. <laughs> so, but he, they also get into something else. So, so they're doing this cam stuff. Right. And, you but know, it, where, 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 roughly what was the year? What, what, what sort of year are we talking about here? I don't know when he first started this. This has got to um, be like a little while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Five years, maybe. Oh, yeah. About maybe seven years ago. Yeah. Okay. But then, well, this will give you an idea, actually. Maybe you'll be able to pinpoint it based on this part of the story. Okay. Yeah. Next oh, major business move for the Tate brothers was cryptocurrency. So I was buying Bitcoin when they were $3,000 with my webcam money. So he got into crypto okay. because of the webcam business because people want to use crypto for it. Yeah, and 3K it, Bitcoin puts yeah. him around about, tw- yeah, about 2015, let's say, okay. maybe a little bit less, 2014, 2015. Tens of thousands of dollars of Bitcoin. My net worth would be half of what it is if I'd never invested in cryptocurrency. But at the time, I didn't see it as an investment. I was in a world where the people I was dealing with took crypto. It was easier for me to take their crypto than to take big bank payments. They didn't buy into crypto because they were savvy investors. They insinuated that the business people they were dealing with preferred to use an untraceable and encrypted payment method. Spending tens of thousands of dollars of Bitcoin led them to getting filthy rich, kind of by accident. Ah, not really massively (laughs) untraceable, but okay. Oh, right. Well, hey, if their customers are willing to use it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So then he gets into, um, so they get into crypto, they get into camming, and then he begins. But they're getting girls into camming. Yeah. And he, so, uh, yeah. They're not (laughs) doing it themselves. No, but they're taking the money. And actually one of the creepy things was, (laughs) so creepy. Um, So the girl, one of the girls they showed, uh, she was in, in front of the cam. And she had a keyboard in front of her, but the keyboard wasn't attached to the computer. Mm-hmm. It was Andrew on the other side of the camera who had the keyboard that was actually typing everything for her. Oh, So some dudes getting hot and heavy, jacking off to what Andrew is actually typing. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know if it's part of his, uh... I don't know if it's a kink for, I don't know if it was a kink. I mean, I don't That's... know why, why wouldn't you let her type, right? Like, 
I'm, unless she just oh, wasn't this, good at it, or he, he was trying to direct what was going on, I guess. This guy's got some issues, isn't he? <laughs> it's a little creepy. So we're going to start to hear from him. It's a little creepy. Yeah. yeah, it's a little creepy. So we're going to start to hear from him in his own words, right? Because I... Yeah, the way that's I've, fair enough. I mean, we're running him down. Right. There's, there's, you know, we should we should at least let get it get it from the horse's mouth. Right. And what the, what I what what first got me to well the, what I how I first learned about him was I follow a YouTuber and I'll play a clip from her in a in a little bit um, who does um, a, a YouTube show called Multi Level Marketing Mondays and every Monday she does a show um, about a different multi level marketing scam. scam. And she featured him because he actually has an MLM where he's selling and getting people to get other people to sign up kind of thing. So that's where I became aware of. uh, Multi-level marketing for someone that wouldn't, that would never have heard that before. Not that I'm that type of person. Like a pyramid scheme type of thing. So I guess the the true definition is it's like one of these situations where you make more money signing up people in your downline yes. than you yeah, do from yeah, selling yeah, product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you make more money recruiting people below you than from selling products, it's yeah. So yeah. It's, it's really not selling products anymore. It's all about no, just recruiting you're, people. You're, 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 right. you're selling the work of others. Right. So, so this person kind of was, uh, focused on something called the war room and something called hustlers university. Wait, no, so, not Banyan, surely. <laughs> oh, I know. Steve Bannon's war room. <laughs> I think he's like, yeah, ripping that off, but he, this is out of Romania. Oh, so oh, okay. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. I don't know. Um, yeah, so it the, doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, the war room seems to be a discord server you pay to use that provides you lots of networking opportunities, allegedly. Um, right. but we're gonna, yeah. So we're going to hear, so he put out this video last year, last year, two years ago that really kind of got him famous and it's called, I don't know if you've heard of it. The matrix predicted the great reset. Yes, I have heard of this. Okay. I've not seen it though. Okay. So I clipped out some things that I thought were interesting and, or, um, uh, things that uh, you may have heard about, although you don't remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am Morpheus. We are living inside of the Matrix, and I am Morpheus. Oh. I know you're sitting thinking, why did Tate not decide? Oh, okay. Sorry, that was supposed to clip out. Right, so he, we're living in the Matrix, and he is Morpheus. Yeah. Okay, so that's... So that's... By this time, now he's, uh, he's suited. He's got his head shaved, trimmed beard. He looks like a rich of... guy. Yes, he's in front of lots of expensive cars. Yeah, one of them's got a number plate T eight Spy. Spy. <laughs> yeah, Tate. I wonder right? what's Tate going Spy. on here. Yeah, so so he's and then I don't know this building. I don't know if it's fake, oh, but it looks Tate. fancy. Okay, Tate. Yeah, yeah, I see yeah, what, yeah, yeah, Tate Spy. So he's got these cars. He's got a tight, nice suit, mm. and he's um, he's Morpheus. Um, and yeah, he's gonna. Kind of, he's gonna. He's he's selling. He's he's selling us yeah. the great reset. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. Well yeah. Well, and we should totally trust him, right? Because yes. of how he looks. Using the ability to walk freely, to go where you want, to make own personal choices regarding your medical decisions. You're losing all of that. That's all being replaced because you are a cog in a machine, and that machine is soulless. So that's why. So he yeah. believes that's why we're in the matrix because we're all you know cogs in a machine. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, but I like, guess. Yeah, 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 you're plugged right. in. Uh, okay. Not really a battery, but all right. Okay. Right, he's, right. He's got such a weird accent, isn't it? It's, he does. Uh, he does. His, and he does, uh, he does talk a lot about in this video, he does talk about masks, vaccines, but it's all muted out, vaccine passports. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so uh, things that a uh, lot of people are talking about. Um, uh, yeah. So it's a, it's a big topic. Yeah. Uh, so that was, I was surprised that he talked so much about that. So now um, I thought this was kind of interesting. Well, I mean, his, he, he's oh? probably uh, dialed right into exactly what part of the, what? of the, I mean, the incel thing, right? He's just trying to get incels. He, he's, I think he's just trying to get a large audience. Um, and if, and if his audience maybe sways in this direction, maybe he's playing to his audience, but um, I think that's the kind of the majority of people online from the likes to the dislikes and stuff that I see yeah. around. It seems like more people are kind of leaning towards the, Hey, this is a, a, a the elite doing the, you know, some sort of blood sack, oh, you know, just it's a, it's a scam. It's a, it's a, it's a, it smells scammy. The whole, when I say it, I mean the COVID vaccine depopulation, right. eugenics agenda stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think I was surprised that I, I thought this, uh, his video, this big video that's like sort of well-known um, would have been more, I don't know. I, I didn't expect it to be about yeah, straight down the line. Just kind of like I'm hitting you with this first. Yeah. It was before weird. he does the cell. Oh yeah, but we're gonna get to the pitch. Don't worry. But this, nice. I thought this part was interesting, um, considering his background. Side of that job, when you're playing chess, you take every single opportunity to exert power. That's how you win. If there is a weak square, you conquer it. If there is an undefended piece, you take it. If you can check his king, you'll check his king. You'll pin his pieces. You'll fork him. You'll do anything you can to exert power. You'll find a weakness side. So this, so he is basically explaining, you know, um, he goes on, he basically goes on to talk about how governments use things like pandemics to exert control. 90 chess. Right. And he uses a chess analogy, which is interesting considering his father his and, and his, and his yeah. chess background. And actually I will say from, from what I um, watched of him, when he's talking about chess, he actually sounds almost like a normal human being. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, I feel like you, he, you you might be able to say he's got quite large chesticles. Yes. Oh, yeah. He actually might have chest implants. I don't know. Um, but chesticles. He, chesticles. Chesticles. Yeah, chesticles. chesticles. But like testicles, you know, but with chess. Right. And, and he goes on to talk about how governments use things to exert control over people. It's like, duh, welcome to the party. Oh, what? No, you're I know. kidding like, me? Like nothing, taxes and stuff? <laughs> so, yeah, like nothing earth shattering here. And I guess I did read that at one point, one of the things, so recently he's in Romania, right? And one of the things that um, him and I think and his brother were running was a casino. And he talked very openly about how he, during the first month, well, actually, this is kind of interesting. One thing he did was um, he uh, his casino was next to a coffee shop and people would go into the coffee shop and they would spend like five, six dollars equivalent um, on coffee. So he started giving away free coffee in his casino and telling people just like gamble the five dollars. Which I think is brilliant. But he also um, there's lots of coffee shops in Romania. Well, are there? 
Yeah, I, I filmed over there for okay. about three weeks, but I only had um, I was there for three weeks, but I only had uh, like eleven days filming, so I had a whole week just to mill about, and I found out a lot about Romania in them okay. sort of that week. And coffee shops are everywhere, and normally there's a door in in sort of every coffee shop and some clothing shops and and most other shops that you just go through and you end up in a titty bar or some sort of club. <laughs> Well, he should have. Yeah, he should have broken down the wall between the um, coffee shop and. I'd be very surprised if there wasn't some sort of uh, Hmm. interconnecting door. I went to some strange ass places over there. I nearly died a few times as well. It's 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 a lovely place. I loved it. (laughs) No, seriously, the food's good. The 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 women are great looking. They they have bad. uh, Overall, it seems to me that they have bad uh, dental habits or hygiene. Uh-huh. Other than that, I mean, they're all like bare minimum sevens. Oh, nice. a yeah, country of sevens minimum, which means the average is like eight, eight, yeah. nine. And poor. Yeah. Yes. I've heard that. I can yeah. see why someone like this guy would feel very at home in a place like that. Well, um, we will get to the. Well, there's some rumors about why he chose Romania. And. Um, I, I will I will uh, play something about that, um, but this clip is called Oh Chess. All right, so we already yeah. did the chess one. It so he, one, yeah. yeah. So he and he's and he's, he's got behind him and there's the size that take something and then there's the chess piece. The, I just the rook. Just, yeah. I just I did not re- realize did not make that connection until you said that right over the Lambo. See, yeah, isn't that a the Ferrari little, that one? Oh Ferrari, Ferrari. That's the Lambo, right? Yeah, well, unless like somebody stepped left. on it, yeah. yeah. I hate those. I don't like aesthetically. I don't like them. That's just um, ugly cars. I think it looks like somebody stepped on it. It does. And look at the windshield. It's humid as fuck, right? Look, it's like dripping. Um, Ooh, yeah. So, so he goes on to talk about like about governments and controlling people and whatever. It's like, not, again, like not really okay. mind, not mind blowing. And I'm gonna. But play it's still the, kind. Of, it's a bit of a, a hook. You can see how it a lot is. Of people oh, sure. would, would get hooked into that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now this clip I found particularly concerning, uh, well, particularly uh, illuminating about his personality, and I'm really curious to see how you uh, feel about this. Okay. Money gets boring, fast cars gets boring, nice meals gets boring, it all gets boring, right? The only thing that never gets boring is power, because power gives you an adrenaline rush. The only thing that doesn't get boring is power adrenaline rush it's an ego it fuels your ego okay the only thing that mm. yeah interesting that is interesting and I'd, I'd have to agree with the guy i, I mean he, he's never when i say agree love, with him, i agree with ex- someone in his mindset has he experienced love exactly he, i think love is probably a little bit but love is powerful love is more pure power whereas i think what he's talking about is the uh the uh, the illusion of manipulation, the illusion of almost like a yeah, an imitation of power. Um, it's the sort of, of as above, so below. He's below, loves above. He's never. <laughs> it doesn't seem like he's got much love in him. Poor guy. I'm feeling sorry for the billionaire now. <laughs> <laughs> this video, the the Matrix predicted the Great Reset. Uh, goes on to talk about you know how we're in a matrix and all that. Um, yeah, but and how it that, predicted the Great Reset. Right, which, yeah. Um, but then we move into the sales pitch for the War Room and um, for Hustlers University. 
And this is November twenty, November seventeenth, Yeah, this is November of twenty twenty one, and this was the video that that got a lot of attention. And there's a, there's actually a picture of a guy watching him on video yeah. in the video. That's really weird. But. Yeah. I want you to be rich. He wants us to be rich. He wants us to be rich because he's rich. If you agree with everything I'm saying about the current state of the world, then I want you to be rich because you're going to help me. This is why Hustlers University exists. Because we're going to help him. Yeah, let's help him save every everyone. Yes. He can save us all. This, this well, guy that makes yeah. women dance on cams and then takes the money for Bitcoin mm-hmm. and becomes, he's the one. He's the guy. Yep. This is why the war room exists. This is my rebellion against the machine. Do you understand? We're living in a period of history where the matrix is broken. And because it's broken, it's actually very easy to generate wealth. If you. It's very easy, but you need his help. Understand how to do it. And I will teach you the ways I am generating wealth because I think you people can help me. We can help him. Yeah, we can give him our women and then he can make them on the on the cams. And then, <laughs> he, gave, and then... <laughs> he said, you people. <laughs> you people. Stage one is you stage need one. to get rich. Stage one is you need to get rich. Yeah, I, thought the okay. whole, I thought that was stage. <laughs> they like, give end. that richness to me. I thought, I thought the whole, yeah, I thought that was the end game. But okay, stage one yeah. is you need to get rich. So there's three stages, okay? Three stages. Okay. Okay. This is the first thing. Mm-hmm. Stage two, you need a network. If I gave you $20 million, but you're a little dork in his mom's bedroom, you can't do much with it. That's going to damage the matrix. I mean, I'd like to argue that with $20 million, some dork in a bedroom could could do some damage, but... Yeah, I guess, but then he's the talking right about the, the, the beast system, the worldwide right, right, globalist... The new world uh, order, the... Oppression right, thing right. going on. You don't know anybody important. You don't have the pizzazz or the finesse or the charisma to bribe an official. No way. No. <laughs> okay, so that's how we take it all down. We got to bribe these guys out of their, uh, of their little uh, king in the castle uh, places. <laughs> For a million years, you can't famoose. What does famoose mean? Oh, is that, is and he, had, he shook he shook his jacket he, when he said famoose, and I'm not familiar with the word. Are you? That's got to be some sort of hustler's word. Apparently, okay. Can't do much with it. That's going to damage the matrix. You don't know anybody important. You don't have the pizzazz or the finesse or the charisma mm-hmm. to bribe an official. Right. Right. No way. Never no in a way. million years. You can't famoose. Like taken for moose. You don't have the vibe. You certainly don't know people like I just gave the example earlier, the business owner. You don't know a business owner who what? can get you a visa to enter Turkmenistan. Let's <laughs> <laughs> I go to Turkmenistan. Oh, that's where the HQ is. Okay, I get it. He's he's, he's giving us the breadcrumbs. Okay, he's, wait, this is, you- <gasps> he's he's probably Q. I reckon this guy could be Q. We found you. We, we, we might have found him. So, do, can you get a visa to Turkmenistan? Yes, I mean, yes, I reckon I could get a visa. I don't know anybody that can get me into Turkmenistan. I, I think if we just approached the Turkmenistani government and said, hey, we've got a great plan about gender <laughs> studies and we'd like to mm. go over there and teach your kids how to mm-hmm. And they'd be like, okay, yeah, is this more eugenicist stuff? All right, yeah, bring them in. Bring them in. Roll, roll us in. Okay, so we're gonna go a little bit longer with this one because it gets kind of funny. Mm, <laughs> All right, yeah. so we don't know. We don't. We 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 can't bribe government officials, no, and we don't know. We don't. We don't have the network. 
No. Yeah. You certainly don't know important people in, in powerful places that are going to be able to help you, whether for money or purely just because they like you. So you need to... Right, well, hold on. So, uh, first, again. we're taking down the system by cuddling up to powerful people. <laughs> I, I guess. It, this feels a bit uh, pointless. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, go yeah. On. yeah. I, I think we, I think we're a deep state at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we're the enemy here. This is what the war room's for. The war room is a network. This is why it exists. It exists so you can have access to powerful people, which you're never going to have access to in the normal everyday world. So first, you become obsessed with making money. Secondly, you become obsessed with making powerful friends and a powerful network of like-minded individuals because you can't do anything by yourself. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to state this again. I'm trying okay. to make people rich. Yeah. He's he's basically telling us what he's done. He's made money. Mm -hmm. Then he's made friends with powerful people. Mm -hmm. And he's saying that we can do that. It, all we got to do is be him. I guess. And hang but out with We're not friends. chess um, prodigies no. with uh, super soldier dads. Right. Take Who's us connected? to the worst parts of the world to grow up in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. The worst place in America and the this worst guy, place in the UK. It, this this is I didn't think I would discover the the pinnacle of the age of the hypocrite. But I think this he could be I think he's more of a hypocrite than the the Bojo, the clown dude that we had uh -oh. a chat about. Um <laughs> Yeah. He's this huh. he's a he's a he's a, a, a Uber Ali's hypocrite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's yeah, let's keep going. Rich, and I'm trying to make people think the same way I think, so that we can all work together to try our very best to resist the global enslavement of humankind. Okay, so now we're going to get back into the whole. Uh, we, we we were leaving the sales pitch, and we're getting mm -hmm. back into the, back into the conspiracy. And the third thing you must do, and this is extremely important, you must stop blind compliance. Now, when I say this, I don't mean get arrested. Okay, so now we're, we're getting rich, but one of the ways we're getting rich is by stopping stopping blind blind compliance. compliance which now, I I'm guess not... is eating at McDonald's. And, well, um... <laughs> oh wait a minute, it's interesting that you mentioned eating at McDonald's because there's this whole thing with him about yeah. how you shouldn't cook your own food. You should okay. be spending all of your time working toward world domination and just order food out, even if you don't have any money. And He's it was got a big... shares in Deliveroo. Yeah, it was a, was one of the controversial things. When we get to that video, there, there's some <laughs> there, there's some controversial things about him that he he said he tends to say inflammatory things. But yeah, it, okay, so we'll we'll get there. I don't mean end up on a no fly list. I don't mean lose your job. I don't. Mean... No, so, you're going to Turkmenistan. Yeah, <laughs> you these can't are have a no-fly list if you're heading over to Turkmenistan now, <laughs> right. can you? And this is this is remember, we're trying to get rich. We're trying to get rich. I mean, yeah. What I mean is, stop complying unless they make you comply. Don't <laughs> gone. And then okay, wait. Now he said, comply. Stop he said, complying. don't put a mask on, but he bleeped the word mask. Okay. Uh, so that's what right. he just said because I had to watch I this just, several times. This, mm -hmm. this smells like classic narcissism, right? It's, he's, I he's, 
thought that he was doing a bit. I really, really thought that he was like doing a stand up yeah, bit. Yeah, maybe. He doesn't seem natural in this personality that he's projecting. Yeah. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna be like, oh, these are the long issue. form yeah. versions of those little 30 second adverts you get on YouTube of uh you know, right. I wanna make you rich. All you gotta do is just listen <laughs> to this three minute pitch and give me loads of money and, and you'll see, you'll see how rich you can be if, after you do that. He he kind of just strikes me as like a salesman that's uncomfortable in his own skin a little bit. Like he's just not quite yeah. selling it the best. But it, I mean I'm not a a, a woman, but mm-hmm. Um, if I, if I was a woman, I wouldn't find this sort of person attractive. Um, but I'm not a materialistic, but if I'm just like me as a woman, I get like, maybe there are materialistic people out there that want the, um, the, all the cars that he's got behind him. So he has been, um, quoted as saying that, that none of the women that he hires hired for his cam business. Um, wherever in sex work before, but he was also like cam cam business is, is uh, not burlesque kind of stuff. I mean, I guess he's considering it sex work. So his words or his, you know, it's strange that that's a, that's a real thin line, isn't it? Between yeah. that kind of because some people would say it's art, right? And right. other people would say you're a, you're a hussy. Right. And and my my thought on it is if none of the women that you were that that were on the cams um were or were ever doing sex work before, but they're also allegedly your girlfriends, how do you separate in your brain that they can do stuff on camera for money, but they're not with you just for your money? <laughs> this is weird. It and if everybody's okay of, with um, that, I don't care. Transactional so, relationships are real. It's fine. Just, just but, we gotta okay. admit it. Right. We're just take it. We're going to take a tiny little detour here. Just like wrap through this quick story. But uh-huh. my, my, I don't, my, maybe I've, if stop me if I've run through this before on the show, I don't think I have. I might have uh-huh. told you uh, in over somewhere else. But okay. my first girlfriend, um, one, one day, about 10 years after we split up, I'm about 26, 27. And one of my friends comes to me and he says, Oh, you never guess what Tony Nevitt's doing now. I'm like, Uh-oh. I don't know, sex work. And he's like, what? How do you know? What? Do you know that? I'm like, no, it was just a random guess. And he, and he said, oh, I was just on uh, the localsexworkers.org and I was trolling. That through- org? Wait, that org, really? Yeah, see, I think awesome. so, yeah. And, um, and uh, anyway, sex work. so I see a picture of Tony Nevitt and she's called Kinky Alex and and so I know who she's living with at the moment at that time. So I, I mm-hmm. called them up. Well, I didn't call them up. I've, I've messaged them, and then um, and they and they messaged me back. They're like, yeah. So basically, um, she kept on coming home, and she was putting 10, 12k in cash on the on the bedside table, and just going to sleep and waking up. And it happened a couple of weeks and all this sort of stuff. So I straight up asked her. I said, "What's going on? Are you drug dealing?" Um, I need to know if there's some illegal stuff going on. And she said, no, it's all totally above board. I'm a mm. high class escort. Okay. And I knew that she was very open about wanting to legalize sex work mm-hmm. way back when, when I was, you know, she was very vocal feminist and um, women's power and how it's actually a lot safer when it's in, in legalized. And it is, it's, there's a mass. And she used to go around universities having a little chat about it. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I didn't know that she would go into this, but anyway, so she, 
she ends up um she basically you can't talk to her unless you buy her a gift for five to eight hundred pounds okay and Ooh. then she specializes in pegging and oh. walking over people sure. with um high, high heels, heels and stuff yeah mm-hmm. and, she, and for like stupid money she'll get one of her friends and she'll have a quote-unquote threesome mm-hmm. where she'll just do both of you and mm-hmm. stuff like this and um actually do you know what now that i've gone into this little detour i can't really oh yeah that was it the cam work and stuff like that yeah but did she, she do was that like, too well she was big no nah, yeah sort of just as like uh trailers and things like that okay um hey if anyone wants to look her up i'm pretty sure she's still <laughs> called kinky alex okay K- shout she's out on to Twitter. kinky alex we can put her in the show notes <laughs> i'm sure my wife would love that <laughs> Uh, sometimes it's good that your wife takes little to no interests in your quote-unquote hobbies <laughs> <laughs> this could be one of those occasions yes um, but anyway so uh, it it feels a bit like there is a line there where because she was quite burlesque dancey mm-hmm. but look how that turned into and and, and what i'm trying to say is is that th- this ain't the natural way to experience full orgastic potence i'm pretty sure getting pegged and paying shit loads of money for it it might feel good at the time if that's what you want to do and it's all naughty uh-huh. and you're super duper rich and, and that's just how it how you want to go down i mean she's not even a, she's not a, a great looking woman she's a she's not a bad looking woman <laughs> but she's not you wouldn't say she's stereotypically insanely hot uh-huh. the amount of money she's raking in for the uh-huh. amount of hours and work um oh yeah that was it yeah so basically and i say to her oh so i said to dom the guy that he, uh he, he was she was living with this friend of ours dom who's uh he works for an agency but he's also runs a like a food blog where he goes and eats at restaurants for nothing and uh, nice. reviews them and stuff um samphire and salsify if anyone's interested i don't know if it's still going i've not really spoke to the guy for a long time <laughs> but anyway so i said to him well, what about her? Um, doesn't she have a boyfriend? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, that's the weird thing. When she's renting a flat in Old Compton Street, when where it's all going down, one bedroom flat, and the boyfriend's the muscle. He's just sat there in the uh-huh. living room, just watching yeah. the TV whilst uh, all people this stuff's going people, down. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I hate to quote Bob Marley here, but. Uh, you know, is this love? Is this? Oh, love I was going to say, no woman, no cry. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably just pick any of them, um, but yeah, um, it's right? a, it's it's a very weird. And the thing is, I've got this feeling that a lot of this weird stuff it centralizes around these big, these big cities, mm-hmm. and uh, it seems to be because this doesn't happen in your. It's probably still quite weird out in the rural places. There's still some weird sexies. I mean, I know of um, some weird cat porn farms in Peterborough where there's like cats and porn going on. Oh, and, and Scientologists mean, and stuff. I only um, know. I mean, I've only lived in somewhat large cities or near. I lived. I lived near New York City growing up. Very close. I lived uh, in Washington D.C. and now I'm very near it. And I actually also know um, somebody who is in sex work. Yeah, and I will say a uh, high class uh, or high paid um, escort. Yeah, uh, I will say that she was probably so. Um, I actually really liked her. I stopped. 
being friends with her because um, she had a really bad falling out with a close friend of mine. And I think I was kind of collateral damage in the friendship. Yeah. And I don't want to push her to hang out. But I will say that she is really freaking smart. Full right. scholarship to engineering school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really, so, friend, so, yeah, really, really pretty, obviously, but really pretty. Really good conversationalist. Um, I knew, knew her, her for years and she would come to group events and every single person was charmed by her. Yeah. Uh, one of those people, when, when, when you talk to her, you feel like, she, like she's just listening. You just feel so Yeah, heard. You feel better I mean, about yourself. Just she by being talk- is an amazing yeah. person. I, I mean, I think these, these are like the female versions of our, our Mr. Tate over here. Yeah. But she would do like weekend uh, engagements where she would guy uh, somebody and she had several regulars at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Pay for yeah, her yeah. to go to New York for the weekend. She mm. would go to events. And, you know, she, at, at like you could bring her to like any event and she could talk to anybody like she yeah. was. Right. And then. Um, but my friend. Right. Um, right. My friend also started dating her while she was still actively engaged in sex work. Yeah. And it was weird. Right. It was strange. Um, He knew going in, she was doing this. And mm. frankly, it was not, I, I never, I mean, I don't know inside her brain, but she never talked about this being empowering or being a feminist yeah. thing or whatever. It was like, I need money, yo. And like, this is a great way to make good money. And then occasionally she would her and her girlfriend, they would decide they were going to do a threesome on the weekend. They'd post something on Craigslist. They would get yeah. a whole bunch of money for one night. And it was mm-hmm. a, it was good money. It was easy money. Oh, it's great money. But the thing is, is when I say full orgastic potence, is sure. like sex isn't easy to do it mm-hmm. properly. It's not, you have to give yourself to another person you have to and be they have to give themselves you to you. Yeah, kind of but be vulnerable. by doing that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, mm-hmm. I can imagine it's really difficult to sort of take those barriers down when you then are in a actual relationship with someone. Yeah. And it's because well, it's almost like, I mean, it's, 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 it's like taking your work home with you in a weird way. I, I could absolutely see the uh, desire and utility of hiring an escort to go to events with you to act like your partner. Yeah. 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 Especially if you're some super duper yeah. rich, absolutely. ugly guy. Absolutely. Uh, which of which there's, you know, there's probably quite a few. Uh, there's yeah. all sorts of people that are rich and right. um, sometimes you want to sh- you don't want to show up to an event alone and you want to bring a very charming beautiful great yes. conversationalist interesting woman who's lived internationally yeah. i mean she is but just then don't people just look around uh, do you not think that people would just be like well it's obvious he's just brought an escort with him uh or are so, they all just pretty stupid so <laughs> are we overestimating am i overestimating the um no, I, I just because you that, got money doesn't mean you're really smart. I mean, this guy's friend, got money, and I'd say he he is arguably smart. Yeah, and my friend that was dating the woman who was working as a sex worker when they did go out together, uh, not not he wasn't paying her right. They were very good friends yeah, and she's in a off, relationship uh, off the yeah right uh, um in a downtime. There was a large age difference between them, <laughs> and I think oftentimes people did think that he was paying her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he even expressed uh, insecurities yeah. around that. That's a whole other thing. Could you imagine but, yeah. just being like taking them out to a place, and just one of the clients is in there, or whatever? Running into yeah, that I'm that's sure that's got to happen. Well, I think she had a small group of regular clients, and maybe knew how to avoid running into them. I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, and it's a, yeah, it's a minefield. I feel sorry for. But I mean, obviously. 
you, I mean, you said she's a very smart lady. Oh, and, yeah. But that's, even smart people can make bad choices. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, lots of thoughts. But yeah, um, very smart lady. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's finish this clip. Um, yeah, we got we got to go back to how The Matrix is predicting yes. the Great Reset. Right, the exactly. Is such a movie, right? It's great. Movie. All right. Let's go back a little bit. I don't mean lose your job. I don't mean no. these things. What no. I mean is stop complying unless they make you comply. Don't put on. Don't put a mask on. He said, don't put a mask on. Store. Yeah, yeah. Go in the store with no and make them <laughs> go in the store with no mask. Yeah. Oh, you. And then say, oh, I don't have one. Make them give you one. Do you under? Well, wait, hold, okay. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody did this for a week. What? The level okay. of headache for the people running the store, they just give up. They'd <laughs> run out of masks. Okay, so clearly he's... Okay, they would a couple, don't give a, up. A couple of thoughts. Okay, so I will say, and I don't know if I told you about this on the show or, or outside of the show. Um, mm-hmm. Many, many months ago, I was um, going to the vet to bring my dog to the vet. Yeah, so the first time I was, I was trying to go in there... Um, this guy was also going in at the same time as me. And um, she said, um, oh, sir, you had to put on a mask, right? Mm-hmm. And he and he said, I don't have one. <gasps> and he must be a Hustler University guy. Well, my initial reaction at that time, and I told many people about this, was you're a pussy. I'd have way more respect for you if you just said, I don't want to wear one. But yeah. I don't have one is a fucking cop out because yeah, I'm just going to yeah. hand you one. I say, I go, I'm exempt. Right. Like, or I'm going to hand you one and then make you say you don't want to wear it. But like, I don't have one, I think is sort of a weak way to get out of it. But then the thing is, they say that, so they go, oh, 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 so here's one. Yeah. Especially at a medical establishment. Right. Right. Okay. So hold on. Let's roll back a couple seconds and listen to his, listen to his advice. Yeah. 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 Then if everybody did this for a week, the level of headache for the people running the store, they just give up. If every single person walked in, excuse me, I ain't got one, I ain't got one. They're giving out all these free... Okay, so if they had to hand out free masks, it's over, which is just crap because, like, there are so many places that just handed out free masks. Oh, and yeah. They just had them at the front of the There's store. There's an endless supply. Yeah, and, and... It's yeah. actually quite interesting to think, like, where were, these, where were all these things before? Because they must have had them stockpiled somewhere. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah... Yeah, for it's sure. Endless. It's an endless yeah. supply. Right. And I still go to places where they have a, they don't even require masks, but they have a box of masks at the front. So I just don't yeah. feel like his saying it no. It really annoys me when I go places and they've still got the sign up. I mean, I just ignore it all now because it's just, it's, I think that you give things agency when you pay them attention. So this is I, why Andrew Tate's such a big <laughs> deal because everyone's paying him attention. Well, I will say that I, I, I even think that including his, us. Oh my word! What are we well, doing? <laughs> yeah, we're he's living rent free in our minds. But I, I feel like <laughs> I even feel like his COVID take is not even that hot. It's not even that hot. It's like, oh, just say no to masks, and that'll get them tired. <laughs> yeah. oh, I've got you are, the answer. You are so like your COVID take is like tepid. Yeah, it, I mean, just compared then, to hold on, is that not uh, is that is he not playing into the tepid room? He's not looking for the edgy people. He's Probably looking not. for the people that are insecure, uh, unsure. They kind of want an answer, but they don't have the confidence. You're right. To, it, entry to... level. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. We're he. These are people that are just the toe in the water of what the hell's going on, and 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 not ready for the full truth. <laughs> full truth of the scam i don't know yeah he's he's just looking to 
burst that initial bubble right. to catch the the fallout yes. to then just yeah to to then hold whatever in hiatus in status yes so that and uh, interesting i don't know if this is uh, up to date but 655,000 subscribers on youtube wow yeah yeah i mean has he been demonetized i, I don't even know still got so- his little tick hasn't he okay okay so i'm going to play a little bit of the okay. Let's some. We're, I want to move into some of the controversy, controversy, yeah. controversy um, around. Um, Turn this heat up in here. Yeah, yeah. So this is from the. This was from somebody. Um, it's her name is Illuminati. The Illuminati, which I think is funny. Illuminati. Um, Illuminati, and she actually does. She has multiple YouTube shows. She actually has a full staff. I think she's full time YouTuber. That she has probably mul- quite a lot of that. Oh, yeah. And then she has multi-level Mondays. So she covered Andrew Tate on yesterday or two days ago. It was was a day late um, on her multi-level Monday. So let's um, unfortunately, she's got one point three nine million. Oh, yeah. She's she's and she has multiple channels. Um, But she's also got the little tickety ticks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's she's yeah. She's a full staff. Of course, you know, you got a kick kick aj off the platform is what he's <laughs> yeah. saying is uh, make room make room so now <laughs> the um the beginning of this is not in english so maybe I'll... i speak fluent romania from my three weeks there oh, thank god romanian. okay actually thank i god. learned one phrase when i was there it was um i'm probably gonna brutal it now because i can't really remember it but yosh oh. yok uh something ah mm-hmm. it was uh uh you have beautiful eyes <laughs> That's useful. I like that. I just went around every. That's what I, when I go to a, a country, I always ask a local, like, "How do you say you've got beautiful eyes?" <laughs> That's nice. I always say, "How do you?" I always try to find. And out I how say, you say it to, I'm not. I'm not just saying it to women oh. only. I say it to taxi sure. drivers and people that open doors for me and just. <laughs> nice. you know, it everyone. is a good general compliment. All right. Yeah. They're out there. All right. Let's let's listen to. Uh, the first thing she's going to say. This so this is the mother of a child a woman child who was allegedly trafficked by Andrew Tate my child is a good child never caused me any problems I always asked her if she had a boyfriend and she said no mom I'm just going to college yeah, that's exactly what a little that's mm-hmm. what a girl would say if she's got a boyfriend, so she's college. Right? yeah so she's college my daughter is 20 years old so it's not a child sorry my daughter is 20 years old she used to tell me everything i think tristan tate the brother of andrew tate mm-hmm. saw her as naive and good and brought her here he wanted to sell it it he here. wanted to sell it here or abroad. This is roughly what one mother of a young 20-year-old Romanian woman told one news source after her daughter was found at the home of Andrew and Tristan Tate in Pipura, Romania. The Tate Were you in Pipura? No, I was in Bucharest, uh, the capital. Ah, okay. Yep. Brothers denounced the Romanian media police reports insisting that two girls were found there, a 20-year-old Romanian woman and a 21-year-old American woman. In fact, Andrew Tate has vehemently denied every aspect of the case and said, no girls were found in my house and nobody was arrested. 
Andrew's TikTok shows clips from the brothers' podcast where they claim that the 21-year-old, they don't mention the Romanian woman, was actually just attending a party at their house. A girl had been at a party at my house and her boyfriend saw her Instagram stories and said, oh my God, you're at the Tate brothers' house in Romania. This was some American chick. And she went, uh, uh, no, I, I didn't want to come to this party. They, they made me come here and I'm not allowed to leave. She's he sounds more American lately. Uh, said that. That's uh, some excuse. The brothers yeah. found that hilarious, stating that her boyfriend was some quote. Was he one of these believe all females? Oh my god, my girlfriend's not kind of guys. She was. Cold. She was. She was. One second. She wasn't even hot. She wasn't even hot. Ugly. Andrew and Tristan also claimed that the woman in question was caught on CCTV footage outside the home taking a pizza delivery, clearly not held against her will in any way. First of all. I'm Dominoes. really disappointed. Dominoes. I'm really disappointed to see freaking Domino's pizza in Romania. She's like, oh, you gotta cook. Don't cook for yourself, but eat this shit. Well, and also, uh, you're gonna. Sorry I'm to gonna say, yeah, and I'm also gonna say there, there. Um, I, I could see why they had CCTV. I feel yeah. like their their justification here was oh, a no, little like these guys. They smell so much to me, like. I've met these people. These yeah. are the sort of people that have the parties with all the cameras in them yes. and have the rich people come over with the young yes. girls in the low light situations and, and, and all shit just goes down. They're, mm -hmm. they're like, uh, yeah, there's loads of these people. These, your, your Epstein thing, mm -hmm. barely scratching the surface. This is the culture. There's this is the Romanian this. Epstein branch of the Romanian Ep yeah, Epstein kinda, Davidians. It's, it's, it's very sex trafficky. Yes. Inside the home, taking a pizza delivery, clearly not held against her will in any way. Mm. The Romanian police, upon uh, seeing... Uh, hold on. They, they, allegedly like, laughing. Not held against their will. Yeah, they're claiming that. But there's psychological pressure that you can put in. You can oh. put in monetary pressure. You can have someone's mom in a basement somewhere. Oh, I think it's as simple as go look comfortable in front of my security camera or I'll kill you because I need evidence that you're not here captive. So go yeah, dance so around in front of the camera. The yeah. That's all all you that, are, yeah, there's that as well. You'd be that or go player. out there and look happy. And uh, that's all you have to do, right? Because I think that they obviously knew there was cameras there. So they were stacking yeah, evidence in their they favor, set right? They the cameras up to have the yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Along right with them. Therefore, this whole claim about them running a human trafficking ring is a joke, pathetic, and based on a wild misunderstanding, supposedly. The thing is, can we really say that this woman was free just because she was dancing and taking pizza deliveries? If she, she wiped her feet on the map she before she goes in. Right, and she also could have been on drugs. She could have been, like I said, like, I mean, I, I'm thinking like a criminal here. If I'm mm. a criminal, Mm -hmm. And I want to prove that somebody's not held against their will. Yes, I'm going to send them out to get the pizza looking happy on mm -hmm. my camera. Yeah. It's a great alibi. It's a great it's alibi. Brilliant. If they're getting dominoes, everyone gets dominoes. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't, but everyone else <laughs> no, does. No. Right. It was in an entirely different country as the Tate household was located in Romania. Maybe she's dancing because she feels she has to do exactly what Andrew wants. Otherwise, maybe she'll be harmed. Maybe the police don't take her seriously since Andrew has admitted to bribing Romanian law enforcement to get what he wants in the past. I'd imagine that's quite easy. What? I'd imagine that's quite, uh, uh, yeah, I haven't been no, out I there. I would imagine that's I was told multiple times, told, if you get in yeah. trouble, Bribe. you just yeah. have to pay your way out of it. But that's yeah, kind I, of what it's like on the continent in general. I would imagine that's pretty standard. But I, The bribing part for me was, I mean, at least in my opinion, was like the least concerning thing and... 
probably, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I know people in DC that have tried to open restaurants and have had to have been told to bribe, you know, inspectors and things like that. Yeah. So it I, works I, differently I, even in, here. In built up Western civilization. Yeah. But I would imagine it's everywhere pretty standard else, there. It's just very low level. Like you can just get bribe your way around everything. Yeah. Going to Romania is completely corrupt from head to toe, right? I have a very, very extensive network in Romania. I, I like to make this very clear. One of the reasons I love living there so much is because I'm at the very top echelon of society. So I did a deal with them to open them on the sly and pay bribes. So far, I was open for like the first month with bribes, but the bribe kept going up because it's Romania, right? Okay, so he, so this was him keeping his casinos open during COVID. So basically, and he's shakedown. <laughs> yes, and one of the one of the things you will say about him is that the, he moved to Romania to avoid the whole Me Too movement because he implied that it was you know more friendly to people that wanted to traffic women or or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So that he was he was and going the good there. looking women over there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, minimal sevens. Yeah. Right. So that's good for the cam world, because like I feel like some people are if you're a seven, you might be a 10 on camera, but you might also be a five. Not everybody's yeah. not everybody's photogenic. There's also a, a sort of innate because you can be a 10, but have uh-huh. no innate sexuality. And not know what to do with your tenderness and, and lie there. Like I, I'd imagine Sophia with an F just lying, sort of not have really doing much. The, like, uh, oh, is, 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 is this over now? You know, have you seen that's the kind of how Hilton, she describes it. Have you seen the Paris Hilton sex tape? Uh, no, I haven't. I'm not really big on sex tapes, to be fair. So I <laughs> I've, seen, thought... I've seen Pamela Anderson's because I watched the uh, show on Disney. I, um, on Disney? Oh, geez. I saw, there's a um, Disney show of uh, Pamela Anderson having sex, yeah. I saw um, the Paris Hilton one, I think, on DVD. Um, and the wow, and okay, came, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's just... how long ago. I mean, back when it was one night in Paris, yeah. one night in Paris. Yeah, and I will say <laughs> that um, she, uh, I think she's attractive. She's pretty. She's. I think she's also kind of in a non-conventional. Doesn't have a perfectly symmetrical face. I think it makes it makes it makes her interesting. I think she's yeah. fine yeah, looking. I, get, I think I she's. That. Some people might find. I her always like the other one. She was with the other one. What was her name? Um... They did that show where they went and just did normal things. Nicole Richie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was cute. She was, but I I thought the Paris Hilton was very kind of like dead fish, like just kind of laying there, not really into Mm. it on her sex tape. Oh yeah. So that's not interesting though. No, you're not going to get a good orgasm out of that kind of like, and she had like, she didn't seem like she was into it. So like, didn't we touch on this before when I said, this could be a sort of genetic trait of just lie still and, and the rape will be over soon. It could be. And, and she, or she could have been on a lot of drugs. I, I don't know as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She seemed yeah. very, like very, like kind of really mellow Out and, of and not really into it. Mm. Um, or she might not just, maybe she doesn't enjoy it. And sex. also that was like, that know. was the era of, Hey, do this and you will be like, no matter because mm-hmm. one, like what he was saying about the rich thing, once you get to being that rich. Yeah. It's the power that you're after. And if someone says, oh, if you really want that power, then just let someone fuck you and film it and then mm-hmm. we'll leak it. And then yeah. you'll be super duper famous and you can then DJ at uh, president's parties and Bob, yes. uh, Britney and Spears Anna wedding and stuff. And Kim Kardashian also in her sex tape, she was like a little more into it. And she's also very attractive, but she's not very sexy. She doesn't have like a sexy personality. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really find her that, that attractive. I think she's... 
fine attractive. i'm not a materialistic attractive guy i'm always uh. Uh, for me attraction is in the potential to um to to experience uh, uh a moment of uh conjoined orgasm basically yeah. through, uh, through sex that's why I'm a monogamosexual. Monogamosexual, you're right. I'll keep adding a syllable because I'm trying to get away <laughs> from monosexual. But okay, um, not that. But yeah, we hmm? yeah, it's the it, it's 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 almost like I because I know people like my cousin, right? She's so down to earth. She's hmm. very attractive, and she's such a like you talk to her, and she's not materialistic in any way, shape, or form. But then. She's just gone, uh, flown to Spain for three days to have her teeth whitened, but she had her first baby three months ago. Mm, I and mean, like, what the hell? Like, it was just what is you, you baby, you sleep with the baby for six months <laughs> at least next to you so that they get used to you and the smells and just. It's just that feels really weird, man. And there's this sort of disenfranchisement where someone like me can talk to someone like that and get right under the skin and just kind of just talk to them as a normal person and find out who they actually are under all that crap. But yeah. then they revert straight back to type. And it's got to be a societal thing. It's got to be just at the certain level of society. I mean, I know she she's basically a high-end um she works for a company that well, she works for several companies. She's always changing her job, changing her car, yeah. changing everything. Um, and she, uh, yeah, so she's got high end clients that buy 20 million mm. plus places, but they have to build a certain amount of affordable quote unquote, like 1 million pound places that are mm. allegedly affordable or whatever. But it's this whole, it's a rich culture thing. And this guy, this Andrew Tate guy, he is singled out Romania. And I got that because when I got there, I, I felt it too. I felt that you could very easily move through the stages of the society in Romania from, mm -hmm. from sort of very little to right at the tippity top. Live like a king. Yeah, big time. This and is like your. Also, the, the, have mm -hmm. endless access to pretty girls that are impressionable young so with this girl yeah she might have been pressured into it mm -hmm. or whatever but mm -hmm. she probably could have ignored all the messages straight up i think uh yeah i think he moved to a place where he could be uh top of the uh you know top of the food chain i i, I think like he's um, a predator this is a classic yeah. predatory kind of noncy Stop. Or somebody who just doesn't want to work hard and they want to go to a place where they know they're going to be on top. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't it's know. Like it, said power and all that. It's well, pay value. It seems to val guy. value power like above everything else. Um, so he does the cam stuff, and then he does the hustler university, and he does the war room, and um, I'm not sure exactly. So why why did he get into the um? The news all of a sudden. Uh, oh, like I know. Two why weeks ago or something. Yes, he because he started to up. drop into like all of these famous people—not famous, but well, people's Twitch streams. Yeah, he and went got people to get kids. into fights with each other, and so he's starting to, you know, kind of get. I guess, I guess. So the money. So he's, you know, the Hustlers University charges, and it also you can 
have an affiliate link and get people to sign up under you and make money. So, mm-hmm. and then the war room, apparently now, or at least at one point, it was just a discord server with different topics. And it was like $50 a month or 50 pounds a month or something like that. He's doing everything mm-hmm. in pounds still, uh, at least in the mail. I've in the, in the reporting I've seen, he seems to yeah. still be doing everything in pounds. Uh, unless is currency. Uh, I mean, is the currency is Romania e- uh, Euro or, or do they have, no uh what was but it they don't I've use got pounds. One. i think it's the rom it's okay so that, it's not pounds so okay so no it's definitely not pounds okay uh, so maybe his this guy's just having his 15 well he's obviously just having his 15 minutes well he's made a lot of money on these um the hustlers university in the world everyone room, when they get their 15 minutes they get the opportunity to make money true True. And if you're already money orientated and you're set up mm-hmm. and you know that eventually your 15 minutes is going to arrive. And then as soon as it's here, you can just, you can, you're just going to take it up to 11 and, and make the money, 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 money. Yeah. Yeah. So I think recently he's like, he's been dropping into a bunch of Twitch streamers and, and stirring up stuff. Um, just trying to be uh genu- genuinely like just controversial. Um yeah, he's trying to push himself to that front front there. Yeah, saying things in interviews, they're becoming relevant and um and also being uh, completely against the grain. Yes, and yeah, which uh, like he tried know, it yeah. with the Matrix uh COVID great reset stuff. Right. Yes. So let's, let's now now he's he's latching on to the anti pronoun manipulation eugenicist yes. movement thing. Yeah, and he has, let's listen to his opinion of of women in general here. Andrew Tate had a pretty decent career in kickboxing once upon a time. As we know. He won most of the fights he was in and was rated first in Europe in his weight class. He even allegedly endorsed the kickboxing equipment company Sidekick Boxing so much that people began to think he actually owned the business himself. Tate was not necessarily an A-list celebrity or anything, but he was making a name for himself. Enough to get on the show Big Brother anyway, but mm. that didn't last. In so 2016, one of the multiple shows clips of Tate abusing women emerged. In one video, he's asking a woman why she's covered in bruises. The woman, her face blurred, in a shockingly calm manner, might I add, tells the camera that she was beaten by Tate for misbehaving. Andrew clearly knows he's the one who gave her those bruises, interrogating her about it on camera, and then telling her to count the bruises is beyond like just scummy and gross. In a separate clip, another woman reveals that she has a tattoo of Tate's name on her crotch area. Tate beat, whipped, hit, and pushed her on camera. It's Mm. pretty hard to watch, but hey, the woman says they were dating and it was just some kind of kinky role play, right? So Mm. So I was actually, I feel like we we need to consult Bishop here because I would love to know if there are, you know, just like Mm, there are people that use religion as an excuse to do things or people use all sorts of this, stuff. This smells like the, the Nixim thing. Was it's my it, kink. The, Don't kink shame me, bro. No, but you know that, that sex cult in LA with the, the small. Yeah. Yeah. And they were getting all the little tattoos yeah, in the, in the yeah. crotch and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's trying to make a sex cult. <laughs> That's uh, definitely a theory from some people. He's like a one man sex cult. Yes. Slash, it doesn't. Andrew Tate told the tabloids he would never hit a woman, claiming a longer <laughs> version shows them laughing and saying it doesn't hurt. So They'd never hit wait, you never hit a woman, but she has to laugh and say it doesn't hurt. He's so asking about how many bruises he gave her. I mean, <laughs> it, right? Yeah, there is there's a there's version, a missing Andrew? piece here though. Um, there, there's a lot. I, yeah. I feel like his brother is the handler in this situation. 
We don't hear enough about the brother. That's what I'm saying. Like, the brother is just in the background. Tate's all up in the front. Yep. Um, yeah. The brother's the one to be drilling in down here because because Tate's the low hanging fruit of this situation. Mm-hmm. Like Andrew mm-hmm. Andrew Tate's the low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's not the the real meat of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, they're 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 burying the lead, as they say. Why not prove that this was just all fun and games instead of a literal beatdown? This is monstrous behavior. In true safe but kinky BDSM, you're supposed to care about your submissive partner. And personally, I think Tate is a sadistic, horrific, pathetic excuse for a human that is calling his disgusting behavior a kink. If he actually cared about women, he'd tell his audience that he genuinely wants to be careful, assure them that he has safe words or some kind of precautions, but he doesn't. The safety of his partners okay, right. does not matter to Tate. But I hey, get it. In case you need more evidence of this, he also tweeted a year later that women should bear responsibility for being raped in the rise of the Me Too movement. In fact, yeah, but that could just be sensationalist stuff. Oh yeah, just oh, like yeah. being yeah. relevant, and then yes. I mean, and not to make excuses for the piece of right an excrement that he probably is, but uh, if you wouldn't have to say about the safe, you you wouldn't have to put that out up front in order to. I mean, he doesn't strike me as that kind of kinky type. Oh, I feel like people that are really into kink probably hate this guy. Yeah, and he, but you wouldn't, you, but if you're really a, you know, into kink, you also wouldn't be saying it straight like that. That, um, kinky Alex, who's into kink, right? She has it up front on her thing saying about the safe words and stuff, sure, but yeah, not in yeah. interviews and stuff. She's not saying she's not, she's not interested enough to talk about that on, on when, when it's coming to talking about uh, legalizing sex work in the UK. So, I mean, it's quite obvious that this guy is a is a really bad human being. Yeah, I don't think he's truly into kink. I think he's truly but into that's cover not, ups. That's not how you. Yeah, he's definitely using the kink thing as a. Yeah. Um, but that's not how you. That's not where you get this guy. I don't think there's a, there's no. an easier way to to nail him. <laughs> <laughs> the rise of the Me Too movement. In fact, Tate doesn't just believe women should bear responsibility for being sexually assaulted, but he thinks that when women are abused, it should also be easier for the person responsible to get away with it. That's actually <laughs> the reason Tate gives for why he moved to Romania in the first place. So yeah, here yeah. we go. So the whole, allegedly, the whole motivation for re- moving to Romania. He also enjoys the corruption there for another reason, but we'll get into that in just a moment. Lucky bri- for you, Tate, thanks to the system that benefits corrupt abusers like you, you've escaped having to bear a prison sentence. In terms of the abuse accusations, Andrew Tate gives a specific example to his followers hmm. in the form of a story about an ex-employee. See, back in the day when Tate left kickboxing, he wasn't sure about what to do with himself. He allegedly had five girlfriends at the time, and go. he flew them all out to oh, London five. to live together and webcam for him, I'm making sorry. him a glorified pimp. Not- I'm sorry, it was five, not six. And uh, they go to London or back check false. False check false. All of his girlfriends wanted to do this, but two did stay behind. Soon, the business grew until it became a real moneymaker. At the height of his webcamming venture, he had over 75 women working for him in mm. four locations, earning over six hundred thousand dollars a month. When he started out, it was just with a couple girlfriends that really cared about him. They weren't in it for just the money. They wanted to be there for Andrew, or so he says, because this is his narrative. So that's a little bit uh, more of the background history of the um, human trafficking (laughs) and cam business. 
And he has some interviews with some reporters where he's just very uh, purposely abrasive and just, uh, it just seems like a weird act. Um, talking about how if you're dating a woman and she does sex work, then you own her so that some of the money should be yours. And that's like pimp, pimping. That's yeah, being a pimp. I guess. I guess. But then the thing I, is, the what we're going to come around to is is how Tate is the spearhead for a whole cultural young male movement in the manosphere mm-hmm. that is yeah. um it's kind of it's coming of age these days yeah. and well, he's leading or trying to lead or being responsible on a hierarchical level for making young boys and men mm-hmm. think about women in this way as objects in a time where front page news literally says it's so great that this woman's team has won this uh, uh, soccer football competition mm-hmm. because women are being ignored and marginalized today but it's almost like you need your tape so that they can get away with saying that the, yeah. the maelstrom of the pendulum swing is it's almost mm-hmm. like the left right kind of paradigm mm-hmm. of you know you got to go vote this way and then oh it's oh no vote this way and oh back again no i totally hear you when one side pulls farther you know the other side starts to pull equal equal and opposite reaction and you start to pull yeah, farther and farther just, so it's it's sad cuz just pull your head out your ass and just see that you're being manipulated. No, we have to go to extremes. We clearly have to go to extremes. I mean, but you don't. Well, we had to. We had to go to shout your abortion to get Roe v. Wade overturned. You know what I mean? Like we went from yeah, we went fr- we went from in the '90s. You know, I don't want an abortion thing, but we went in the '90s from safe, legal, and rare to shout it out and yeah. make norm- normalize it, which is pulled which pulled stuff in the opposite direction of yeah. And now it's just sh- club your baby. Yeah, <laughs> right. So we we the we clubbing got- centers. Yes. Yeah. So we shouldn't just- laugh about this. This is horrific, but it's uh, it, it, it's so stupid, and just it just shouldn't happen, mm-hmm. and it just feels so weird that people care so much, and that they care so much, and then that makes it worse mm-hmm. instead of it making it better. It's almost like the charities, and they have the Oxfam. It's like, oh, you do you care about Africans and not having access to water? Well, give Oxfam two quid a month, and they'll mm-hmm. sort the water out for you. You don't mm-hmm. have to go over there and dig the well yourself. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Just give your money to these guys; they'll do it for you. See, I've always been more of a give my time, not my money person. Time, talent, oh. and treasure. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm always a time person. No, I agree. Time, it is. It's time, talent, and treasure. And I'm a, I'm a time and talent person. I but tutor, you're also a treasure. I do I work at the homeless shelter. I do all that stuff. So yeah, like, which I, makes you a treasure. You're a treasure. Well, and yes, I'm a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I well. do have a, I, I do have a great ISO. Okay. From a clip uh, that I did not play, um, I wanted to give my summary more about Andrew Tate, and then instead of instead of just playing other YouTubers and other podcasters, yeah. So I did watch another podcast by this guy who um, 
I mean, he's all the rage. Everyone's giving their their two well, pennies. Their hot tank. take, right? And this guy's video, the hot take, the hot takes, right? The hot so take. This- so I, I did he's, not. He's um, five point five five million subscribers. Oh, this video had YouTube. four. This this video had four point four million views, and this was his video. This is this makes his Tate take, look small fry. Well, this is his take on Andrew Tate, and uh, the video is called. It's uh, Danny Gonzalez. The video is called "Terrifying Alpha Male Club," and I think he was one of the first YouTubers to do. Maybe maybe one of the first YouTubers to do an in-depth video on Andrew Tate, and I I didn't want to I I did list I did watch it to learn about Andrew Tate, but I wanted to play just one <laughs> one ISO from this guy. That's right. Every single Michelle out there that I used to date a month ago is a thought. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michelles. All the Michelles out there are thoughts. I don't Every know what that was in reference thought. to. It was really funny. He's really funny, this guy, uh, Danny Gonzalez. But the, um, yes, every Michelle. He's out got there good hair. Fun. I like his hair. Yeah, he does. He looks um, charming, like you would want to invite invite him over for, yeah. for uh, Domino's. Yeah, I guess he does a Twitch. He does streaming. He does gaming. Why sure. do I call my fans Greg? Oh, okay. Oh, wait a minute. That's what. Oh, Greg is the strongest family on the internet. Oh, so his fans are Greg. I feel like this guy's got oh, a lot of subscribers. Okay. I feel like most. Pe- I feel like people listen to us probably know who this guy is. He's got a lot of subscribers. Weird, weird how um, someone can just go like that. But whatever. What twenty twenty two? You know, this uh, guy is super famous. Is. Super famous, um, apparently, and did uh, did one of the best reviews of. Um, we could put all these links in the show notes. Did one of the best reviews of. Um, what the war room was right um he's focusing he's laser focused but then the thing is it's like using his platform mm-hmm. to then magnify andrew tate doesn't yes. damage tate it actually emboldens him in his in his in his fortified castle in romania well this uh, this video is from february of 2022 and we learned at the beginning that andrew tate gained like what two million followers recently yeah <laughs> nobody knew who the fuck he was it's kind of like put the fire hose over here to mm-hmm. make the fire more fireable. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, no, it goes back to what I said publicity. earlier. You give mm-hmm. people attention and they mm-hmm. get agency. Yeah. And the best thing to do is to quietly take them down. That's why all right. the most in- interesting news is never in the news. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's squashed. Yeah. It's silenced. It's terrible. Yeah. I think um, I I. Um, and everyone's just having poor sex because of this stuff. <laughs> They're not actually having good sex, which is no. what we, we should be teaching people to have decent right. sex, like enjoying sex. Yeah, it's like and- a, a lot of people they they enjoy the thought of having sex, and so when they're mm. having sex, they think, "Oh, this is the bit that I'm enjoying." Mm. But then, then, mm. and then it's over, and they're and they're just like, "Oh, okay, well, I really enjoyed that," rather than actually taking the time to make that enjoyable. It seems yeah. it's a very it's a very strange 2022 we've got going on. But then maybe it's always been strange like this, and and now we've just got a magnifying glass into the lives and the psychology of multiple yeah. people that just everywhere, everyone, everyone's just putting their brains on the internet. And meanwhile, the AI is just quietly in a cave, just like, hmm, okay, well, how do I make sure that I can just. I just I don't even crap. have to do anything at this stage. Just sit back and let these They'll guys destroy eat themselves. Each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minimal energy required. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I so that's as far as I got into the the my uh, the journey down um Andrew Tate. Um Okay. I feel like he's in Romania, so there's not much uh people can do. I, I don't know if he's yeah. been demonetized on YouTube. But I, the th- okay, I feel like so he doesn't make the, his money that way, so it doesn't really matter. How, how this sprung up to me yes. was I woke up this morning mm. and I went on my little notification timeline on No mm. Agenda Social where I Uh-oh. live, and there was JCD, and he oh, had yes. posted his um his is his little he said some good writing about things few of nope. us encounter yes. and it's a it's a real we'll drop it in the show sub stack it was a sub stack yes the mm-hmm. sub stack yeah mm-hmm. andrew tate andrew tate is what happened and it's but the thing is it's like there's a bit in here where he's on to these two young twitch guys yeah there's he's saying you know what you know come on now like what what's your what's your deal like, mm-hmm. w- why would I talk to you? And right. they're like, well, you know, what I am is I'm just a guy that plays Twitch for, for hours every day. Huh. I'm a 17-year-old. I'm a I'm a 20-year-old. I've got 26,000 people watching me just play Fortnite. Uh, here Living is, the like, dream. <laughs> Uh, so this guy clicks is the is the is the twitch streamer and he says we we got 26k just off the effing noticed you guys are crazy and then he says all right i'm gonna introduce myself real quick i'm clicks you know what i'm saying um i play fortnite for a living i you know my life is basically i wake up play fortnite i go to sleep play fortnite he's playing fortnite in his sleep by the way so I've been playing Fortnite. As fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I've been playing Fortnite professionally around, you know, like for around four years. And uh yeah, that's basically my little introduction about myself. And so the other guy says pretty much the same thing, you know, I'm 14 hours a day playing Fortnite. Oh and uh Tate yeah. responds, it's just like he takes them down immediately by saying, what is the game? As in, I don't know what the fuck you're talking you're about. Not, even though You're he not knows contributing exactly toward world domination, is. so you're wasting your time. This is, <laughs> yeah. his, this is his philosophy, um, yeah. <laughs> like, what happens? Are you a soldier or something? I mean, okay. the guy's two years older than me. He knows what Fortnite is. He knows what a battle uh, royale is. I feel like everybody knows, of all around his age, should know vaguely, and if they never played it, yeah. yeah I've so never played it. So I, they, I get it. So mm-hmm. clicks answers. So uh-huh. you're basically getting on a bus, right? There's a hundred people. You jump from the bus, lands in a whole entire map, lands at a looting spot. You loot up. Basically, the last one alive out of those hundred people win the game, but the zone closes. So it's only a little, like a little, little. You know what I'm saying? You would need to watch it to understand. And the other guy's like, yeah. And so Tate says, that sounds a whole lot like my life. Like a hundred people dumped. I thought in one he was place. in the Matrix. Now he's in Fortnite. Yeah, oh, exactly. So yeah, Jesus. he's gone from the Matrix to Fortnite. Okay. They're like a hundred people dumped in one place. Most die. I'm the I'm the last one standing. Like you may do it with little controller. I'm doing it out here for real on the street. So he's gone from being in the upper echelons of Romanian society to being well, on the street. He does talk about how in the war room you can learn how to use any weapon flawlessly. I didn't clip oh, I that. He is a weapon. I, I reckon he can probably, uh, uh, yeah, fit and he's dangerous and smart. You can see why girls are, are flocking towards this guy. It's this whole like he's the he's the rebel without a cause. I guess. Except his cause is just to get filthy, stupid, rich and abuse yeah. people along the way as possible. I could see why people who are willing to take money for sex are flocking toward him. <laughs> Yeah, and and also because they're getting a lot that, of money, just, 
young life, stupid yeah. girls the dream of a dangerous guy and then when they and then when they hit the the because i've seen this before yeah well he buys where, domino's pizza man come on yeah high, freaking high class was he was he like uh which reckon he's a hawaiian kind of guy or is a double pepperoni i mean what's going on <laughs> i think he's a, like meat, lo- I think he's pizza, a meat lover you know, <laughs> do you know what we're, we're overselling it because i think you're right i think he's he's not eating that pizza i think he's ordered the pizza to make himself more relatable to the people yeah. that he's going to have to prove because it wasn't even enough pizza it was like two no, boxes of pizza you're right it was it was for the video it's for the video evidence it was yeah. to have some yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think it's brilliant i think it's a great if you're trafficking people i think that's a it's a great uh very mundane yeah. we're, task we're, let's not put tips out there for potential traffickers <laughs> no no <laughs> No, no, definitely not. But don't, yeah, don't traffic. No humans, endorsement first of, all. of any trafficking. The only traffic anyone should ever experience is in a vehicle. Rush hour. Uh, <laughs> just you know, sitting around. Regular rush hour. Regular traffic. This is a very interesting and dangerous trend that is, I think. I think this is the antithesis of the pronoun lefty kind of. Yeah. I think you've got your thesis antithesis and synthesis mm-hmm. and uh, we've had the thesis of everyone should be able to do what thou wilt right. call yourself whatever you want to call yourself uh, uh-huh. and then this and then andrew tate is the antithesis is the oh my word look at this horrible man this 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 man that's doing manly stuff he <laughs> right. is the opposite of masculinity because he's not protecting no i, I agree yeah building and um yeah there's nothing there's nothing to me uh mentally attractive about him nothing he might be have the physical side of it but that's Mm. just i mean really you you reckon the physical side's gonna satiate your your craving for full orgastic potence no (laughs) i think for some people who want to just uh you know a provider he's got a lot of money you you know this is like i don't know if it's like an r kelly thing i mean he's got like a lot of money he can of provide course. some weird stability um yeah i don't know this, yeah well this will be solved when monogamous mm-hmm. sexuality is just in everyone else's minds are you good are you going to be on the flag are monogamous sexuals going to be on the flag what I, color not, is your stripe i, I don't know if uh, white flag just there's a white flag. room for an m in there isn't there <laughs> But um, everyone just tells me true. this is just heterosexuality. And I say, no, that's not the case. Because you can be monogamous sexuality with a tree or a, a clump of dirt or or whatever it is that you want to have that relationship for the rest of your life. Correct. You're just feeling yes. uh, like you're finding your pleasure through experiencing each other and giving each yourself to them and themselves to you. Um, not that that's an endorsement of anything. I mean, I personally... I think that we've got um, quite clearly defined. I mean, someone I saw, I saw a meme the other day that was quite good. It was like um, the seatbelt thing, you know. Uh-huh. This, you know, one what you know the airplanes um, seatbelts when you put you buckle yes. yourself in, uh-huh. and imagine if you had two of the same side. Oh, okay. It's just it not going to connect, and so right. you're just not going to be safe if that thing. I mean, not that you're going to be what uh, the airplane seatbelts are. Uh-huh hilarious uh displays of of control because yep. right if you need the seat belt <laughs> you're going down yeah you're pretty <laughs> it's like, screwed it's just yeah. if you can't stay in the seat mm-hmm. it makes me laugh the seat belt on an airplane thing but whatever i'll go with it just to make mm-hmm. everyone else feel safe it's kind of like the masks isn't it you know mm-hmm. 
you wear it yeah. just to make everyone else feel safe. Yep. The, you, the, there's hills to die on and telling your air stewardess that you're not going to put your seatbelt on during takeoff or landing is not the hill to be dying on. No, especially if you want to go on vacation. Yeah, exactly. You're in a metal yeah. tube in the sky. Just do what they say yeah. for like t- four hours or however long it takes. Yeah. Yeah. But I get it because it's um, it, it it's actually a weird analogy, but it's still the same thing of Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate is the guy telling you to basically put your seatbelt on in in the sky when you don't need to. But instead <sighs> of it being a seatbelt, he's just saying, don't call women women, call them bitches. Yeah, I mean, I and I, and I I don't know. Like I'm not going to I I all I know about him is is what I've I've ex- explored recently and yeah. I think um uh, yeah, there's there's totally incels who like I don't know, like for regular people, we might might say like, oh, they just like women cuz they can't get with a woman. And then there is the fem Are you familiar with the fem cells? Okay, so fem cells would be Take a guess. Uh, involuntary so women are they the ones with the um f- uh, upper v- fat upper vagina area oh, f- fupas. no 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 think about it so fem cells according to the inner trans hmm. are women that can't get they can't get laid well no because we know women can always get laid i i, I don't know if so i think I've some read... people are so past the sexuality thing that they just well, I've read that a fem cell are women that can't find a relationship. Oh, oh, so Sophia with an F. Is that I mean, and, and the perception is they, they hate men because not because they can't get laid, because like the the, oh, the no, perception is women them. can always get laid. Yeah. But the the perception is that fem cells are women that can't find a relationship. Which yeah. Allegedly what women want, whereas men want sex and, and incels can't find yeah. sex, right? So this just speaks to me. It's like this just smells like a, a depopulation eugenicist thing all over now. I can't get this away from my mind. <laughs> just screw up relationships for everyone. Oh, then you to, yeah. so they, they stop yeah. making beautiful little children. Um, and and uh, well, I watched that Bill Burr thing the other day. Mm-hmm. He's, he's kind of saying stuff like why can't, why are you canceling the men when that we can't can you should be canceling the women, but you should just don't cancel anyone. Mm-hmm. Just, what's what's uh it's it's a real mess it really is but that's why you've got smash cast to get you through the mess yes it's like tax the rich how about don't tax anyone that'd be nice i'm excited about taxing other people yeah how about about, don't (laughs) yeah how about just you know um yeah don't yeah stop telling other people what's but it's not going to happen at this stage is it because there's just we're, we're just tell each other what to do. Yeah, we're always telling each. Well, everyone's always telling each other what to do. Yeah. And I was just sort of float through life doing what I want to do, uh-huh. and not in a sort of do what thou wilt way. Like a very mor- not in a hedonistic way. What yeah. I want to do. I've done the hedonistic thing. I, uh-huh. I I didn't have that good a time. I've got to tell you, it wasn't. It, I was a bit depressed. It was a bit of a mess. I didn't unfulfilling. Really hmm? I've done the whole thing where you've had multiple relationships going on at once. And you're getting confused and you're sending wrong messages to the wrong people. And <laughs> it wasn't fun. It just didn't, there was nothing to be gained out of it. I didn't get any more sexual gratification than I thought I would have done when I went into there. The only, the only sort of gratification that I've had with, with it, gratisfaction, is <laughs> just by being a monogamous sexual. You can't get no gratisfaction. I can't get no gratisfaction. <laughs> no. Well, I can now. I'm getting 
multiple gratis matches. Lovely. Yeah, it's really nice. I think monogam is sexual. But I'm still having to put the condom on, which is annoying. Well, I mean. But we can't just keep making babies because I can't afford the babies. Right. Babies every time we had sex. You well, there'd be too many babies. I don't have enough bedrooms for that sort of stuff. You can't you can't rescrew in a light bulb or like what's the expression? So like you know you can have you can go as many times as you want once you're already having one. <laughs> Are you familiar with this expression? <laughs> Not you can't, really. You can't no. get a pregnant woman pregnant again. Okay. Once so they're like, pregnant, you can yes, have as can, much sex as yes, you want. Yes, right. Yes, exactly. But at the end of that, you've got a there's a there's a human. It's nine months later, I guess. But I've yes. been through the pregnancy thing with my partner twice. And it was, and it, was, it was, it was, yeah, it was all right. It was quite good fun. But it's also a bit of a, it's, it's not, a, it's not an easy thing for a woman mm-hmm. to carry another human for nine sure. months. Sure. Yeah. We'll get into the women yes. carrying humans at some oh, stage. <laughs> Adult, female, women, humans. Um, yeah. Better. This was things. an interesting one. Yes. And we, 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 we got there. Oh, we got somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy just stinks all over. I, I feel like he's doing a bit. I feel like he's trying to be a salesman. I, I feel like it's, the, the videos I watched It's the him, reaction to him that stinks more than anything else. Yeah, but he didn't even seem... Gen- he To me, he didn't really seem genuine. It seemed like a stand-up, kind of like a stand-up routine. I don't know. I, I Like I said, the way yeah. he talked about chess differently than other stuff, I feel like when he was talking about chess, he was talking... He, his, he changed, and it sounded like... Yeah, he's talking about he was something a bit he actually more, believed yeah, in. Yeah. yeah, and he's I don't think he believes in the other shit, but I think when he was talking about chess, okay, he was so like, Okay, so we just oh. chalk it down to daddy issues. Um, I mean, we didn't hear about mom, but yeah, I don't I mean, it, might, it could have been my just omission of clips, but I didn't hear much about mom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it could be in, you know, I don't know, it just yeah. could be like, hey, like here's a great way to make money. Like I did some research and I see what dudes want and I can make money off of it, so yeah, but he's poisoning those poor young boys' minds and he's objectifying women so that their their relationships with women mm-hmm. are girls when they're yep. at a time when they should be where they should have nothing but positive masculine role models in their lives. They have these incredibly poisonous um yeah. succubuses, parasites into mm-hmm. their sexuality. And it's no wonder that 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 there's um no wonder the population is going down. These, nobody can get laid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want? I wouldn't want. But everyone's getting laid, but they're not finding the pleasure in the getting laid no more. Yeah, that's our mission here at Smashcast. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to inject the pleasure into it. Yeah, it should make, be pleasurable. Make, make you should have fun again. doing it. Yes, yeah. make sex great again. Let's make sex great again. That's it. That's our, that's that's our new title. motto. Yep. Make love sex it. great again. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> this has been great. Yes. Let's get let's get them posted and do okay. more. We are on the Andrew Tate grift. Yeah. Stay dangerously sexy. <laughs> stay, stay dangerous. I'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Smashcast, the sexiest podcast in the universe on the No Agenda Podcast Network. 